Click it. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Thoughts Count Anywhere edition number 200 being celebrated today. I'm Aaron Phillips. I got Chief. We even have the historian came out of hiding. And, of course, the great Matt Mullen on the far end. Gentlemen, 200. Can you believe it? Less than four years. I'm getting older. Get <laughs> well, hey, I, things I, you can't I, manage. You know, what can I say? How are you? Real quickly. We have I'm a guest good. on the line already. They're lining awesome. up. I'm great. They're I was up early. Up. You were up early. You were good. You ready to go? Let's roll it. Historian, welcome go. back. Also, it. before we get started, first of all, let's bring in our guest today. Our guest number one to help us celebrate. He is none other from Impact Wrestling. He is Speedball Mike Bailey, Mr. Speedball. Thank you very much. And by the way, thank you to Ross out there from Impact for helping helping us celebrate by having Speedball on. Later on, we have another guest coming on. So thank you, Ross. Mike, how are you, sir? Thank you for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. I am doing fantastic. Congratulations, by the way, on your 200th episode. That is absolutely amazing that you guys have lasted this long. Uh, congratulations. Especially together. Uh, exactly. If you, if you knew us totally, you'd know that's really not a far-off statement. So it looks like uh, – where are you today? Are you traveling somewhere? Because it looks like maybe you're in a hotel. I am in a hotel. I am in Detroit right now. I did a oh. show for GCW at Harpo's yesterday. Okay. Uh, and uh, the good news is that I did not cut my feet from the glass from the death matches that happened before my match. <laughs> oh, so God. I didn't win my match, but that's still a win for me. There you go. Yeah, well, it's a double win. No cuts and a win in the match. So it's a win-win, right? Your typical right. Well, no, no, I didn't didn't win the match. Sorry. Oh, you didn't. I thought you said you did. I apologize. No. Yeah, that's all right. I appreciate you, your trust in me, though. You're a winner anyway. That's right, John. That's our producer yelling from the background because his meds have worn off. But anyway, Matt, take it away. Let's get started. Speaking of anniversaries, we're celebrating our 200th episode, but Impact is about to celebrate its 1,000th episode. If they bring back any kind of legends for Impact, which they've already announced a couple. If you could face any former Impact wrestler on that show, who would it be? So for me, when I started watching uh, Impact, the guy that I agreed to, uh, I was the smallest of four children and I did Taekwondo. So Amazing Red really always stuck out for me. And even though his appearances in Impact were, you know, uh, in, in different, different parts, uh, he really, really stood out as a big part of the, the X Division for me. And that's one that's possible. Uh, of course, the one that's impossible, but would be everyone's favorite, is AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah. That would. makes sense. The phenomenal Definitely. One. Mm -hmm. Right on, right? Mr. Oh, God, Chief. Mike, I'd like to see you have a match with TJP. TJP and I did have a match uh, recently for New Japan Pro Wrestling Best of Super Juniors, and it was fantastic. And I think it would be amazing to get to run that back in background. Mr. Historian. What made you choose Impact Wrestling? No pressure with Ross listening, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are familiar with the story of how I signed with Impact, and it was at a Destiny show in Toronto, in Canada, where I wrestled Josh Alexander, and Scott Demore had said, if you win this match, I'll offer you an impact contract. And no I pressure. didn't win the match, unfortunately. No pressure. There was a lot of pressure. I didn't win the match. I couldn't beat 
Josh Alexander, which is a, you know, a history that's repeated itself, but uh, just Josh is someone that I've known for a very, very long time. And I've always looked at him as really the spearhead of Canadian wrestling and seeing what an impact and what he's accomplished and the, the kind of career that impact has allowed him to have and to show that he's one of the best wrestlers in the world on a consistent basis is a huge part of what made me choose impact that and just the history of of the x division and the way that weight limits don't really matter at impact and it's about style and effort and just putting on the best god dang matches you can absolutely we, we've had the pleasure of chatting with josh a couple of times here on the show and uh yeah he, he, can, he can bring it there i say within the ring for sure um I want to I want to mention the last time you guys were here in Vegas, uh, you wrestled Jonathan Grisham on a pay per view, which, if memory serves, was a pre show match, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Which was interesting that such a great match ended up being on the pre show. As far as I was concerned, it was the number one match of the night. You two just tore the house down. The the speed, the the impact of your moves, uh, just your overall chemistry. Now you're teaming with them. Tell me what that's going to be like in the in the shift of being uh, an opponent now you're working together what's that like well i think the way we work so well as a team is based upon the fact that we are such good opponents right uh he and i i believe have incredibly specific styles like what he's really specialized himself and figured out what his strengths were and worked on them and really made that his whole thing and i have done the same and I think that the fact that he and I are both the best in the world at our specific styles, which are very different, is what makes it so exciting when we wrestle each other, but also what makes it work so well when we team together. Right on. Mike, quick question. Um, I like to find out a little bit of history. Who were your trainers coming up in pro wrestling? So uh, this is a difficult question not like emotionally difficult just kind of hard to answer so the person i credit for being my first professional wrestling trainer right the person that broke me into professional wrestling was a, a guy from quebec called uh fred la merveille uh, which means fred the wonderful and uh he is not very well known did not do many matches outside of quebec but he did did help a lot of people break into the wrestling business. I mean, uh, he ran a promotion called MWF that hosted guys like uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in their very, very early days. But for the most part, the people that I, I can credit directly for my success in pro wrestling is my uh, Taekwondo coach, who literally taught me how to learn from when I was 12 years old at, at my Taekwondo school, which, believe it or not, was called Impact Taekwondo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that wasn't foreshadowing. I don't know what is. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, but And my older brother, who started wrestling training two years before me, because he was old enough and I wasn't, he started at the IWS school. And we had been, you know, play wrestling for as long as we can remember. But once he started, like, training actual professional wrestling – we would he would show me the moves he learned at our taekwondo school we would practice them together and that was really when i started doing proper professional wrestling though it wasn't under 
you know, proper supervision, but it still worked out pretty well. Can't argue with the results, that's no. for sure. Uh, Tom, go ahead, Matt. With, like, your background in Taekwondo, did it make it easy to, like, pick up pro wrestling? Or make it easier, actually, but... So, yes, absolutely. The funny thing is when I did start Taekwondo, I, I was already a huge fan of wrestling and kind of knew I wanted to do that. And my initial thinking was, oh, when I do start pro wrestling, this is going to really come in handy. And <laughs> it, it absolutely did. But, you know, there were times in my life when wrestling was uh, – Taekwondo was more uh, the focus than wrestling was, right? But really, I think anyone who wants to get into pro wrestling, just having a skill that you've mastered or already have gotten good at something, already kind of faced that wall of, okay, I am terrible at whatever it is I'm trying to do. And then eventually, oh, I realized that a couple of years have passed and I actually get good is an important lesson to learn because when you start pro wrestling, the initial realization that, oh, I am very bad at this and it's going to take me a lot of time to get good is absolutely brutal. <laughs> so with the upcoming Multiverse 92 coming up, who would you like to face in that show? Uh, well, my match has been announced. Uh, it is me and uh, Hiromu Takahashi versus Trey Miguel and Leo Rush, which is an absolute insane match uh, because you have four of the best junior heavyweights in the world. I've wrestled all three of them, and it's always been absolutely fantastic matches. So, I mean, this, this tag team match is going to be something. It's going to be a banger. You know, you know, Mike. I always speak my mind, and I know, no. I know, <laughs> no. I, I know somebody's listening. But I'm gonna put it out there anyway. I think you deserve a title match against Leo Rush for the belt, and I hope that it happens sooner than later. Uh, I hope so too. Though Kushida right now is a. Uh next in line for an X Division title shot. But my goals in Impact haven't changed. It's still to hold both the X Division Championship and the World Championship at the same time. So Ooh. that's what I'm going for. So of oh. course, I'm looking at Leo Rush right now. And he and I also had a match at Best of the Super Juniors that was absolutely mind-blowing. It is, in fact, on the Impact Plus. You can watch all my Best of the Super Juniors matches on there. But that one with Leo Rush was absolutely a standout from that whole tournament. Not surprising. I, I just I was in such awe just just seeing your skill set. I don't care if it's Trey Miguel or me, rest in peace, Andre the Giant. I think you'd you'd stand tall with just about anybody that would be facing facing you in the ring. I mean it's just I was I'd, so in office. I'd get in the ring with you. I, that one as I don't want to see. As long as I'm I not could use my Kento nah, he'll still outrun you. You'd never catch oh, him. I'm not worried about that. Uh but anyway. He would kick you like five times before you <laughs> realize what was going on. There, it would be a world record for the world's shortest shortest, yeah, yeah, shortest match. Yeah. See I get no respect That's Mike. Right. No respect at all. Matt any other questions? Uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm with you. I think we should have a match and see how it goes. Oh, man, don't feed <laughs> into it, Speedball. Don't feed him. Oh my God, we'll never, we'll never deal with the rest of the rest of the show now, John. I'll mm -hmm. film it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we got free filming rights as long as Impact oh, approves it. So. With wow. time, in, in time in Canada, is there anybody out there that you're like, this guy should be an Impact or this girl should be an Impact with us? 
Yes, there are in fact quite a few. So every time I get these questions, I kind of coil up because I know I'm going to like, I'm going to listen to this back uh, and be like, man, I should have named such and such and such and such. But I have some names that are currently on the top of my list. Uh, one of them is Zach Patterson, who's been wrestling in Quebec for just about a year. And uh, whenever we, we could during the pandemic, before we could do shows, we, we trained together and he is absolutely tearing it up right now. He's very young. He's in fantastic shape and he's going hard. Uh, TDT, Tabarnak, the team, is uh, from Quebec. They are the best tag team in Canada right now. And they have been for a very, very long time. It's difficult for them to break into the United States, but they are absolutely world-class. And then uh, Chris Tara, who is currently one half of the IWS Tag Team Champions, who is a, a student from the IWS Dojo as well, who I helped train and is absolutely going to be recognized as one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Right on. I'm looking all these people up right after this. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're gonna have to. We'll we'll have to go back and watch it ourselves to see everybody that you named. Go ahead, guys. Anything else? It'll be worth it. All right. I'm good. Go I'll ask every, I always ask up. everybody the same last question, but since it's an impact theme thing, we're gonna go the impact way. Is who's your Mount Rush, Mount Rushmore of Impact Wrestling? Ooh, so that's a very difficult one. Uh, so. Okay, Kurt Angle has to be up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? The, the, you can't have it without Kurt Angle. AJ Styles, for sure, the face of the Ace Division forever. Uh, I will put on Samoa Joe Ooh. next to these three, as well as – so this, this might be controversial, but I think Sting should be up there. Wow. What do you guys think about that? Should – I, so I think Sting has been iconic and did a lot for Impact Wrestling. And he uh, to the show, he had nice. a great one there. Yeah, I can see him being on there. Yeah, right. But not just Sting. I think specifically Joker Sting needs to be on the Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely Joker yeah. Sting. Yeah. There probably isn't a Mount Rushmore that Sting should not be on. He should be on just about everybody's Mount Rushmore because every every place he's been, he's done something to help elevate. Mm -hmm that promotion when he's been there. So uh, I think that's a great, great choice. All right, gentlemen, anything else before we uh, let Mike go and get ready for the rest of his day? No. We're good. Mike, honestly, I with the con conjecture of your like career, I think it's going to be those three and speedball Mike Bailey on there. There you go. There you Sooner go. than later. PC. We'll, we'll revisit that question and get your face on the Mount Rushmore the next time we ask somebody else who should be on it. So, Mike, thank you so much for helping us kick off our 200th episode celebration. Best of luck to you. We are in your corner. We want you to get every piece of gold you can around your waist. We are there for you. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah. Thank you all thank so you. much for having me. Can't wait to revisit the Mount Rushmore on your 400th episode. There you go. Thank we you. like it. Thank you, Mike. In Vegas. Woo! I got goosebumps. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ross, again. And we have Thank another guest coming up at the top of the hour number deux. And that'll be a local favorite. Do you know him very well. Dude, that's French for two. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> Like du. fondue. I thought you were talking about doo-doo. No, that oh. would be 22. Anyway, 22. <laughs> uh, he is none other than Giselle Shaw's executive stylist and content creator himself. 
Mr. Jay Vidal will be joining us at the top of hour number two. When we come back on the other side, we're getting into SummerSlam. Our predictions, thoughts, comments, it is later on today. Don't go anywhere. TCA, we'll be right back. Infinite Wellness, a woman-owned family clinic in the heart of Las Vegas, specializing in regenerative medicine. Our stem cell and exome therapies have helped patients avoid surgery, repair joint tears, improve CTE symptoms, become pain-free, and continue activities they have grown to love. Whether you need to begin your health journey, stay at your peak, break through a barrier, repair your body, turn back the signs of aging, or boost your beauty, Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and reach your potential. D'Lo Brown, if you want to be part of one of the greatest podcasts on the world, thoughts count anywhere every Saturday, 9 to 11 Pacific. Now recognize that. Hey, everybody, Aaron Filson. I am standing with Anthony Miller. Hey, I have a quick question for you. What's the name of your favorite wrestling show? Thought Towns Ninjas. What a convenience. Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific. If this guy watches it, better watch it also on Facebook. This is your warlord of weird symbology, and you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere right here on Facebook, Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Stay tuned. Do I look like I'm clowning around? <laughs> Buddy, I'm Aaron Phillips, and I am with the legend. And Sabu, you were telling me earlier about a special wrestling show that you really like, and that is what? Thoughts count anywhere, and that's a coincidence. The same show that runs Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific, right here on Facebook. You better listen to the man to watch. Aloha, this is April Hong, the Royal Hawaiian from Glow, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Our next guest coming up at the top of the hour. Man, he's spying on us. Jay Vidal's in the chat room watching. We see him out there. So, I'll Jay. Drop, I'm going to drop the elbow on him. <laughs> William Hudson, shout out to Chief, live from Vegas. Chief of Mania, run a wild, brother. Episode Good number 200, man. Good We're morning, here. Will. Good morning, Will. And Sponsored all the guys. AARP. <laughs> Wait, that's half the room. That's half the room. <laughs> that, that's Mr. Hudson with Top Rope Collectibles. That's right. Uh, ben, I hope Ben. Anyways, reshare the feed, William. We got a great show coming up. By the way, a couple of programming notes. Number one, uh, we have Jay Vidal, as I mentioned, coming up at the hour number two. Yes. Also, sometime in that second hour, yes. uh, we are expecting to hear from D'Lo. He's kind of traveling. He's in between. Hopefully, he'll land somewhere in time as we expected. Uh, this was a last minute change. So, hopefully, he will join us with right. that. Now, right. if you all are looking at the front of the desk here, we have a picture of the great. Jake the Snake Roberts, graciously donated by the man himself as our raffle for the day. But we're not going to give it away until the end of the show. That's right. It is JSA certified and stuff, right? It is JSA certified. The card's right there. If if uh, uh, Mr. John could focus in on it, maybe, possibly, I don't know. And I could grab it and just go to one it, shot if it's easier. But but it's totally JSA certified and uh, uh, totally legal. Yep. <laughs> totally legal. It's not a fake. And when it gets delivered, you get saluted by Jake Roberts. Anyway, uh, we will be coming up after the next break. We're going to come up with a SummerSlam-esque question. Right, Mr. Historian? Yes, sir. There you go. And you'll two have, plus two is five. There you go. There you go, right there. Two plus two. There it is. Jake the Snake Roberts. And with you the see JSA the cert. cert. 
Absolutely. There it is. Um, so we're going to come up with a question that we will ask for answers towards the end of the show. However, you must call in to win the picture. Right. We will not take answers in the chat room. So please do not put answers in the chat room. If you're watching us on YouTube, please do not put any answers in the comment sections. We will only accept a call in. And we realize if we give the question too early, you might maybe go out to um, other resources to get an answer. But first person will call in with the right answer at that time. We'll get the picture. Happy 200th episode. Uh, yeah, thank you, Brandy, which, by the way, Brandy has been part of our shows numerous times. So oh, yeah. she's as much part of our 200th celebration. Sh- shout How out. many times? You know what, though? More than one. Shout out to William and, and, and the guys yep. for supporting us Absolutely. and helping us out in endeavors we've had yep. throughout the years. No question. Top Rope Collectibles and TCA, uh, TRC plus TCA equals a good partnership. And you know what? Facts. While I'm on the roll, Just we're, really we're, we're missing one of our originals today. Yes. Mr. Scott Hosey. So I'm going to lead into, while, <laughs> I've, while, I've, while I've got the mic, Closer. I'm going to lead into it. August 26th and 27th, Sam's Town Casino, Sports Card Toys and Collectibles Show, sponsored by Mr. Scott Hosey. Featured guests, Greg the Hammer Valentine, D'Lo Brown, Juan Munez, artist and author of comic books, Ariel Shu, one of the Ewoks in uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. and... Just announced last week, Logan Thompson, the Vegas Golden Knights goaltender. Super Bowl. No, that's the Super Bowl. No, no. <laughs> I'm clipping that one. He, no, he, but you had the right. Hey, hey, he said to me before the show, I, I lost my mind. I was just Logan Thompson, the Super Bowl goaltender right. for the Golden Knights. There it is, right there. I did that for all you non-sports people. Feel better. After. Any, anyway, I got to get on my ginseng again. <laughs> Anyway, folks, August 26th, 27th, out at Sam's Town. We'll be there. Uh, right? We'll all be there. Sponsored by PowerPlay Sports yes. and Collectible. And guess what? What? We're, we're all going to be there for our two-hour show. That's right. Thoughts count anywhere. And Me then, too. And then Better be. two hours later, it's going to be Aaron's hour. One hour later. You're rubbing off on me. Programming note, though. A couple of programming go notes. Ahead, I'm glad Chief brought up the 26th. We're gonna, listen, we're go going to start the show on the 26th. Both shows there live. However, yes, yes. Um, we have experienced some internet issue connections the last time. So we're going to simulcast it video-wise. We're going to record it at the same time yes. in case we drop off and people lose the feed and we determine that the quality of the live show is not where we want it. John will be there with the recording as well. So later on that day, or worst case scenario, early Sunday morning, the full version of both uh, TCA and Aaron's Hour will be available online if the internet gives us an issue like last time. Um, so just be prepared for that. What's that? Do you want a flashback? What's that? Can you hear me? No. Oh, oh, exactly. no, no. <laughs> Josh Allen. Right. Just, <laughs> just in case Chief don't fall out of the chair or something. Right, too, exactly. Folks. So just be aware of that on the 26th uh, <coughs> as well. So two two-hour shows they get from us this and, month. And stop by and see us. I'll even sign autographs. He'll pay you to do that. That's anyway. Right. How much? Exactly. Two ninety nine. Have we stalled enough two. for you to get a plus, plus, plus ten x Plus 10 exercise videos. I got oh a funny God. one. All right. With that, Talk we are me. a little late in starting off with our normal routine. Therefore, it is time for... Story time with Matt. No shit. <laughs> Lots of shit.
And now here is your storytelling host, Matt Mullen, the Mr. Rogers of the Fremont Street neighborhood. Take it away, Matt. What's happening in the neighborhood? I got a funny one this week. Oh, good. There was a, just like a little sur public service announcement. If you're going to rob somebody, you might want to, and make sure it's not Las Vegas Metro Police watching what you're doing. <laughs> So this guy was across our building by the El Cortez, and he, like, strong arms robs somebody of their wallet and phone and runs across the street and tries running through our building, not realizing a squad car was maybe 15 feet from him when this happened. Oh, no. So the cop just jumped out of the car, like, caught him in the breezeway at gunpoint and was like, get the fuck oh, on geez. the ground now. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yeah, it's not a good idea. You should know your surroundings, right? And the guy's like, I didn't do anything. They're like, dude, you're on video and Metro <laughs> saw you. Yeah, yeah. Even duct tape, yeah. even duct tape can't fix stupid. People. We were talking so much crap. By the time like the transport car came to like actually take this retard to jail, <laughs> it was hilarious. This guy was so mad, but it was Crazy. so worth it. Yes, sir. Stupid is as stupid does. There you go. There you go. Can't uh, can't say duct tape won't solve it, but it will muffle the noise. That is very that's very true. All right. Um, let's see. Do we want to quickly do I hear voices while we're at it, or do we want to move on? Let's we can do, do whatever you want. Rumor is Randy Orton is making strides for WWE return, but he is still far from being medically cleared. As a matter of fact, he has been spotted in Detroit, from what I read yesterday. But he's still also been advised not to wrestle ever again. He he is working out. Yes. But he's not cleared. Right. And that's the answer. There you go. He could be in Detroit just to get looked at by the medical staff. Could be, yeah. Maybe make a personal appearance somewhere over yeah. the weekend or something. That's that's true. Matt, your thoughts? I think it'll be a while before he's, like, medically cleared just because back injuries take forever to heal. And they say, like, back surgery is, like, the most intrusive surgery you can yeah. probably have. Right. So it takes forever to heal. Mm -hmm. Well, look but, at I don't. I hope he at least comes back for one more match. Because who would you like to see him wrestle in that last match? Got to be somebody he has like a history with. Probably Edge. Mm, okay. Dude, Edge. Two weeks. Edge's twenty fifth year in in the wrestling business. The eighteenth of August, I believe they're yeah. celebrating on on TV for that. Yeah. See, Chiefs. Chiefs. You're on it. Chiefs You're on it. On it. Excellent. With backstories, you look at Hogan. He's had like two million of them. Yeah. Yeah. Another name that came up that's <clears throat> returning would like to return from injury, but has been told not to is Big E. You yeah. know, he wants to get back in the ring, but he did say he also wants to live a happy, healthy, mm -hmm. pain-free life. And in order for to do that. He should not step back into a ring when it comes to and his injury. And he said he wants to color commentary. Yeah, he wants to. Well, I can see that. I would love to see Biggie doing color commentary. Everybody's stealing what I want to say today. Okay. I, I, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. You know, and I, I got to bring it up. Booker T, has got, he has got to be the worst announcer in professional wrestling. I, I I actually turned NXT off the other night because I couldn't listen to him no more. Just muted. He's 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 terrible. Ducky. He's terrible. Quack, quack. So in your essence to say Big E 
I won't disagree with you, but I'd like to hear him on the mic before I make a judgment. Well, didn't he also mess around a little bit on commentary, even when New Day was in the ring? If he was not in the match, he would sit down and yeah, do it. Yeah, but that was like totally Yeah, I know, I know but you got to think he'd want to bring you. You'd want him to bring that to a commentary yeah, position. Energy, yeah, you know, um, you know, got to be serious. You know, speak, speaking about New Day, where have they been? Well, Kofi's been out injured. Oh, he's injured too. He's been Zane. out since March. Then yeah. Oh, okay. That was that, like uh, he was weeks. in. Okay. Uh, what's this okay. match where he Zane. always? You know, no, no, Kofi. When he always saves himself yeah. uh, from the touching rumble. the ground, the rumble. That's where he hurt himself. Okay. He okay. tried to leap the wall or something like he always does, and right. he was short, and he did something to his knee, leg, okay. something. So yeah. Okay. And Xavier, I don't know where he's been lately. Nothing. They have nothing for him. So, so. Um, by the way, a couple of quick shout outs. Patrick is in there. Brandon Herrera. He will be in Minnesota Raw on Monday. Who will? Um, Brandon. Brandon Herrera. Brandon Herrera. Oh yeah. My buddy Raffy's down in Texas. Hey um, Brandon. Shoot us a picture, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Be our special correspondent. Uh, Ravi's down in Texas. Bud, thank you for checking in. With I know you're with the kids down there. Uh, bro, Brent, <laughs> talk about a suck-up. Oh, my God. Brandon, we may have to ban you from this show. You know I would, brother. There ain't no doubt I'd like mind. to see Chief talk Booker T to his face that he sucks. How about just taking over for Booker T? I could, I could do commentary. I know the difference between a wristwatch and a wrist lock. <laughs> Hi, Brandy Merrick. Yeah. Good to see you in there. All right. Um, anyway. Hey, you know what? Can 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 I go on another one? Oh God. I like I like Shotzi Blackheart's new haircut. I saw a still picture of her. I think she and looked, the new outfit. Man, and I'm gonna tell you what. She looks good. Do not go back to the green hair. Keep it the way well, you, you know got. the backstory on that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Keep it. Yes. And, uh, and you know what? Well wishes to your sister. Absolutely. So I hope it grows back out because I mean her sister's okay. That's true. Yeah, well, she's back that's out. That's okay. Yeah. But I, I like the haircut. I think she looks awesome. I, I like, really, really I do. I like the setup they did last night with the tank. Yeah. And yeah, everybody well, thought it was Shotzi. Am, right am I getting ahead yeah. of the game No, here? if you are, so what? I so apologize. No, no worries, I apologize. No if, I mean, I, I got excited when I saw her last Yeah. No, absolutely. Fine, you're actually ahead. Usually you're 50 years in the past. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> You know. We expected Bruno to come out of the tank. I'll say, hey, it, hey, hey, I'll hey. say it for him. Come hey. on now. Hey. All right, that was pretty good. Though. That was you. Were, that was very impressive. No, I mean, no, I mean, with the way they played yes. that, absolutely, I thought it was great. And you Zelina, know, because ended up everybody being, thought it was Shotzi in yes. the tank, and <clears throat> and she and and Zelina came out and she won her match. Unexpected is always good. Absolutely. in professional wrestling. And we'll talk about surprises at SummerSlam in a bit. Okay. Rumors: Becky and Trish were Becky pulled from Trish. SummerSlam Becky. due to the time constraints of all the other matches because apparently they have a window of doing this entire show of three and a half to four hours max mm -hmm. and with the six or seven matches they already have they are afraid that the time would be an issue good call bad call could they have done something with the other matches to get that on there i mean could i get rid of the battle royal that's pointless okay that's not a pre-show event no okay no, so. so usually something like that would be in the pre-show no, not this time uh, supposedly what was bless you over there sir uh <laughs> Hey, Ross isn't here. I can do yeah, it. Yeah, well, there now. you go. Get off the uh, lawn. Uh, any, anyway, uh, they said last night that that battle royal is going to be a 25-man battle royal. Right. And so is there anything on the line other than a pat on the back? No. A Slim Jim. A Slim yeah. Jim. <laughs> I wonder how much Slim Jim paid for that. Everybody should come out dressed as Randy Macho Man Savage if you want to do that. I got the perfect pick for the winner of that match. Go ahead. I'm going to wait till we do the match. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. I don't know. 
Um, WWE apparently has no plans right now for Riddle because of his personal issues outside of the ring. Um, he can go away for a lake here. Uh, maybe he's going to go away until till maybe Orton makes an appearance and they come back. But we talked yeah, about it. Have- I don't think Orton, you know, I don't. I hear what you're saying. I don't think Orton really, really wants to possibly wrestle with him again. Okay. Okay. And, and but but I, w- I want to go this route. Hi, Jennifer. There's been a lot of people in W, not just in WWE, but in professional wrestling, just like people in the world who've had problems. And until you get the proper help whether it be physical or mental or whatever, you got to take care of yourself and get your problems and everything in order. And unfortunately, this young man, in my opinion, has a problem, needs to take time off, and need to get the professional help to get his life back together, just like other, other professional wrestlers and people in the world have had to do. That's what Domingo Herman's doing. He- yeah. He stepped okay. away and mm-hmm. yeah. he's getting alcohol too. Well, he was forced to step away right. after trashing the, the clubhouse yeah. and yelling at Boone. But last week, I think we talked about it. The well, last thing that came it. out regarding Riddle was this video that was leaked with him and his wife or ex-wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To me, people are making a mountain out of a molehill because it's Riddle with someone they had a relationship with. Yeah. How it got leaked, that's a whole other story. Okay. Versus the video that was leaked when it was Paige and, and uh, Xavier and, and what's his name? Can, yeah, you know, all of that Brad stuff. Maddox. Can, can Brad Maddox. I, can I go this way? Is it any worse than what China and X-Pac did? I didn't see Riddle's video, but in my opinion, no, because they already had a relationship <clears throat> together. That's all I'm saying. So to me, unless there's something that has happened since that video leak, which I may have missed in the news, if that's the last thing they're hanging a hat on, they're using this as an excuse not to do anything with Riddle, in my opinion. Well, but it's also now 2023, and it's a world full of snowflakes, mm-hmm. and they have to... Yep. Got to cater to them. We know, have to cater to the butthurt people of the world you know, oh, and yeah. Twitter. Un- unfortunately, the, the other way to look at it, too, how much money has Mr. McMahon had to pay out recently? He was well, in, Matt Riffle also well, now he was just indicted. You know, he got another indictment. How many? How, many, how, many, how much? Fourteen million. Millions? What was it? Fourteen million or whatever. Exactly. So overall, it's what about thirty million? He's had to pay out plus probably. settlements. I would say probably. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm just saying. So exactly, but saying. I think it's a fair comparison. Here you got Riddle the ridiculing over here. Ridiculing. See what I did? There? Anyway, <laughs> and now McMahon because this week an indictment came out or something else came out with him with There's regarding all of that subpoena, subpoena regarding all of that stuff. I'm just I'm just so, saying. I don't know. To me, Comparing it's a uh, mid card WWE wrestler to the owner of the company is like apples to orange. Well, but but don't but don't you if you if you're an owner and you're an employee that. Don't you think the employee might look up to the owner to want to move up the line? Matt Riddle needs a grown-up at the end of the day. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's get into some of the matches for tonight, making well, some predictions. Let's get Brandon's comment there. What, what? what is it? What do you think of the status of Braun and Wyatt? What's well, Braun that? had neck surgery, so he's not coming back anytime soon. Nope. And Bray, no one knows up of Bray. Yeah, he could be one of the surprises tonight. Who knows? But he could, so. he, he could be in the 25 man battle. He Royal. could come out as number 25. How many have they announced? It's like eight. 
I know of like whoever four. everybody that was on SmackDown. <laughs> is, that the, is that the is that the one last night where they put the nine people? Yes. Up? Is it, yeah. that, so that's all they've announced it so nine. far. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of room okay. for a lot of room for surprise. Good morning, Ronald. You're just in time because we're going to start predictions for SummerSlam a here. Of, a lot of room for You're growth. You're late, Ronald. What's up with that? A lot of room for growth. SummerSlam Battle Royale presented by Slim Jim is the first. We're going to go up on the list because that'll be the first match. So let's talk about the well, Battle Royale. It's hard. Well, on the Where list. The Work with me here, Mr. Burnett. <laughs> You've been absent. Work with me. Um, Who took him out of the goddamn frozen food <laughs> okay. section? Okay, I got it right here. I got it. Okay. All right, Mike, uh, it's hard to pick a winner for a match when all the participants have not been announced. <clears throat> I'm going to just say they're gonna that they're going to go clear catering. They're going <laughs> to. Yeah. You mean they might even call Miro? Anyway, that's another story. All right, so you said you think you have a clear cut winner <clears throat> since it's sponsored by Slim Jim. Mm-hmm. The Nacho Man's coming back <laughs> and winning us. <laughs> So now I see why. Yeah, to me they should all come dressed as Macho Man. They should all come out whoever it is. Come out dressed. But macho realistically, man. yeah, I think since LA Knight got the upper hand on SmackDown, that kind of kiboshed his win at SummerSlam. So, in a perfect world, I want Karrion Cross to win it, mm-hmm. just because he's I due, want him to. He's due for for something of positive spotlight. Yes. Right. Didn't he just beat though? He just had a match last week that he had, it was one of the uh, Carl Anderson. Yeah, Carl Anderson. So. And next week he's wrestling AJ Styles again. There you go. God forbid it's on SummerSlam or something. Brandy, that'd be, that'd be wild. Brandy Marrick shares she only cares about Shane and Jey Uso. <laughs> Brandon says LA Knight. Nicholas Burnett, some guy says LA Knight. Um, and Ronald's out passing out posters for our next wrestling event. I'm glad he finished the sentence because if it only said I'm passing out, we yeah, have more hey, problems. Ronald, send us some information so we can announce All it right. for you, buddy. So you're thinking, Karrion? It's, it's got to be LA Knight. If it's not LA Knight, then I'm going to go Bronson Reed. Okay. Chief. Mr. Cross. Okay. I'm going to go with Cross as well. Not knowing any surprises, if they may happen. All right. So, Brandon, or uh, James, I hope you're Subject to change, writing. though. <laughs> Subject to change, being that they have That means announced. Chief's final answer yeah. will come at the bell. Yeah, well, see, belt. John stole my line. I was going to put whoever wins it. Yeah. There you go. He's like, my pick is whoever Samantha Irvin says at the end. Right. <laughs> right. MMA match, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna, if you're going to make a star right here, you knock Ronda out as soon as the match begins. Get one good punch, knock her out, no one will see it coming. Well, no shit if they knock her out. If she gets she knocked out, either. she ain't going to see it. That's right. I think she'll let, like, Ronda will end up tapping out or doing something to put Shayna, like, way over if mm-hmm. Ronda's really on her way out. Mm-hmm. Shayna will have to win it, but mm-hmm. she'll have to win in some, like, spectacular fashion to mm-hmm. take Ronda out permanently. Chief, uh, Miss Baszler mm-hmm. is going to win it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Seriously, shout shout out to uh, Rhonda. Uh, whatever you're going to do, have uh, have a good life. Uh, enjoyed you in WWE to a point, um, but if you're going back to MMA, I hope you kick ass. Uh, but it's going to be Miss Baszler tonight. I agree. It's so we're going to go for a cross. But I think I asked you guys this a couple of weeks ago regarding this match and Shayna uh, winning and having Ronda put her over. Is Ronda right now in a position to really – would a win over Ronda really put her over like 
when Cena would put, you know, KO over when he when he went against him for the belt the very first time in his first night. Is Ronda putting somebody over really going to be that spectacular versus if Shayna beat Charlotte Flair? Just oh, throwing well, a name out. You know what I'm saying? It depends on how they book it. Because like I, I got this from Bully, how he said, Bully said on our, mm-hmm. one of our favorite, other favorite shows, he said, to really make Shayna a star, you knock Ronda out immediately. Get that shock factor. No one else expects Shayna to knock Ronda out. So Would Ronda's ego allow that to happen? For Shayna, yeah. Think so? For, for Shayna, yes. For yeah. anybody else, probably yeah. not. Okay. I, I, think, I think with Ronda putting Shayna over tonight, mm-hmm. I think that's going to move Shayna up into the realm of Oscar and Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch and Bianca. And who knows? You might see a championship belt on Shayna Baszler someday. I'd like to see Shayna versus Rhea next. To me, I think there's still a lot of having to get Shayna past biting Becky Lynch in the neck that one episode when she was called up, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, but no, I, 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 no worse than the guy biting Mick Foley's ear off. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, well, what well, the hell? That ain't even a comp- Okay. Well, no one bit Foley's ear off. What, I, what I'm saying, what <laughs> I'm like, saying. Who bit Mick Foley's ear off? <laughs> my point is. What's his name? The boxer. Tyson Holyfield. Did that happen during the Super Bowl in the NHL? That was the. That was with. And I mean that with love, by the way. That was with the VGK's goaltender. I know I'm number one. You know. That was the VGK's goaltender. Ronald says this Tuesday he and his oldest daughter will be at NXT. That's cool. Take pictures. Autographs. To me. Picture it didn't happen. Picture it didn't happen. To me, I'm just not sure if getting over with Ronda. I understand everybody's point. I just have to see how they're going to do it to really believe it's the kind of push that that I don't know if she can get up there to the Oscar and Charlotte level. Let me me ask on this question. Yeah, of course. Do you think Ronda, and and this is for for all of us, do you think Ronda has the clout to really put a wrestler over? Yeah. The, the clout in what way? Like in her own ability like as a, who like, she is? Like a Cena way, like high, high up there? Well, that's my question. I, I, that's look, my point. I look at it. I yeah. look at it. When you when you talk Becky or Charlotte or Natty, mm-hmm. they know how mm-hmm. to wrestle and they know how to go 10, 15 minutes in a match. Mm-hmm. Where to me, what I've watched with Rhonda, Rhonda's got certain moves she does, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And once they're done, the match is over. Mm-hmm. So i i think I think the push will be there yeah. for, for. I see what you're saying. I see where you're going with this for Shayna, mm-hmm. but I really don't think that Rhonda can put her over. Well, you just answered my question. Then there you go. I see where he was going with that. I had to go around. That's what he's saying. I had to go around to get to. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. All right. One last match. We're going to go to break, in which case our historian will come up with a question and a great question in the chat room, which we'll get to. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. And you were you were talking, somebody mentioned it. Logan Paul specifically asked for this match to go on first so we can hop on a plane and go see his brother box later that night. Yep, in uh, Dallas. So, uh, anyway, this match, Paul Ricochet. Ricochet. Okay. They said they've been training for some kind of viral moment to happen during this thing. Okay. But 
I don't really see Logan Paul losing just because he lost at WrestleMania. So I think Logan Paul is going to win, but something spectacular is going to happen. I think okay. they're going to ricochet. All right. He loses to Chief, to I, I think, I think my, my heart says the comment that Logan Paul made about Ricochet's girlfriend or fiance right. or wife or whatever. Uh, you know, does that fire people up? Of course. Okay. I, I agree with Matt. I think something's going to happen. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Logan Paul for the win, but I think Bad Bunny's going to show up. Hmm. I want to see Ricochet win because, number one, he's due for a highlight moment in a major pay-per-view. Number two, I don't want to see, to me, Logan Paul, though he's great athletically. The matches he's done really have been very good. No complaints. Uh, the double move he did with Ricochet when they both went for the uh, the, the hook and uh, crashing down uh -huh, was great. Uh -huh. I, I love it. I just don't see Logan Paul as a longtime performer and consistent performer in WWE. No. And you can't – I shouldn't say can't. We shouldn't continue to build things around people like that. Brock Lesnar aside, the Roman Reigns now aside with their schedules. Why are you still much? Because. <laughs> because I knew where you were going to go. That's why. But a Logan Paul, he's a he's – a, a, not a one-hit wonder. He's like one of those shock and awe wrestlers. Yeah. He'll come in, he'll put on a good show, and he'll fade he... away, he'll come back for another paper. I mean, he hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania, right? He... So what is that? I mean, he's been in the ring, but doing all these vignettes, but what does this tell you? He's showing up only on the major shows, right? Yeah. He, he needs a manager. Ricochet's no, been no. the most needs... underutilized he... person in WWE in the last five years. But in order to get he, a manager, he, he needs, needs to fully he needs commit a manager. to He needs to fully commit to Johnny WWE. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> we have a phone call coming in. <laughs> Hello! Hopefully coming in. Go ahead, man. Whenever John is Stand ready. By. All right, I'm Stand afraid by. to I'm afraid to ask who this is, but as soon as he turns on the headsets here. We have uh we have uh, uh Mr. Burnett's nemesis. Oh, oh. all right. I don't hear anything in the headsets, John. Ronald Young is on the phone. There we are. Mr. Ronald, how are you? I'm great. What's going on? I'm Turn them all. So uh, but as now, players get everything set up for next event on uh, August twenty fifth. All right, give us some quick details before we go to break. Uh, August twenty fifth at Seamus Lakeside uh, in Winter Haven. Uh, bell comes at eight. Doors open at seven. Cheap easy uh, entertainment and. We will also be having uh, Lightning McQueen there to get your pictures taken with the Lightning McQueen card. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so are you while you're doing that, are you pulling double duty and tracking our picks, by the way? That's the important no, part. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I, I'm going to go back to later and listen to it and write down the pick. All right. So, Thomas, yeah. you just need a hush it. <laughs> he, he he silenced your yes. ass. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You'll get his later. That was good. Okay. Now, that was we, good. We, we expect some uh, pictures and stuff from NXT, all right? Yes, definitely. I'm going to be wearing my um, jersey. There you go. He's repping TCA. Yeah. There you go, buddy. All right. Finally do something right. Finally. All right. We're going to let you go. Go back to it. Be safe, man. We'll talk to you along the hey, way. Say hello to a mutual right. Say hello to a mutual friend, will you, when you see him? Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Ronald. All right. With that, folks, we're going to go to break. Here's the question we were asked. 
Um, we were asked in the chat room, do we think either Money in the Bank briefcase will be cashed in tonight? With that, we'll get everybody's feedback on that after this. We'll be right back. Thoughts count anywhere. Y'all watching it. This is my new tag team partner, Steve-O, a.k.a. Zeus, from the hit movie Friday and from No Holds Bar. Hello, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Moth, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> What's up, man? It's your boy, Seth Fatu. I'm here with my man, Big Chief. I need you to check out the podcast, Thoughts Count for Anywhere. This is Impact Wrestling's Dash and Chris Bay, the ultimate finesser, former finesse division champion, and you're listening to Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. Hi, I'm Sean Navari. Listen to Thoughts Count Anywhere for all your wrestling news. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts Count Anywhere, all your wrestling news, all your hobbit hey, all your gimmickry. Go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! This is the essential character, EC3, on behalf of my dear friends and Thoughts Count Anywhere. The podcast for your mind. When you need deep thinking about all things sports and entertainment. Hey, what's going on? This is Axe, and I'm smashing the demolition. Hey, we want to invite you to watch every Saturday morning. Thoughts Count Anywhere. Hey guys, it's Tessa Blanchard and Ozzy, and you're watching Thoughts Count Anywhere. You know. All right, well, welcome back. Thoughts Count Anywhere. We're in the middle of celebrating episode number 200. It's our bicentennial episode, right? Bicentennial is 200. Hey, shout out to Brian Hellis. Yeah, Good as, morning, Brian. So we want to thank Speedball Mike Bailey for coming on at the top of the show, for helping us kick things off. Yep. We appreciate that. We want to thank again Ross for helping that. And Ross has helped us secure a good friend of ours in the show that, that I've had the privilege of calling some of his matches locally. Who cares? Mr. J. Vidal will be, jo- will be joining us at the top of the I hour. And then we're hoping, we're waiting with bated breath Let's to see so. if D'Lo Brown will be able to uh, link in with us link later with on. Us. Uh, so we're going to hold Thank our – so here is our so here's our celebratory 200 cake episode. Get a burnt text picture. There you go. So with that, we're cel- do we have to sing like happy anniversary or birthday or anything? No. no? <laughs> there you go. So there's I our we were Samstown again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's that's, that's a good one. That's right. Okay. So 200 <laughs> is there. So we want to thank everybody. Programming notes. Yep. Two weeks from now on the 26th, we will be two hours from Samstown. Uh, one way or another, we'll be down there. So. I already announced that. Well, but we may have a different audience that missed your announcement. You want to call in 702-992-3207. Say it again. What is it? 702-992-3207. Any extension? BR549. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back to it. Real that was quick. pretty good. That was, huh? very, that was very quick. Um, all right, let's talk about, let's get what? some answers talk to the to question. Money to ba- Do we see Money in the Bank briefcases possibly being cashed in tonight? Mr. Matt. I could definitely see Io Shirai cashing in like after the triple threat match. Okay. But I think there's a more realistic chance of Damian Priest either costing Finn Balor the match mm-hmm. or if Finn Balor was to win it, he immediately cashes in on Finn Balor. Would he cash in if Seth wins? 
You said he, he would interfere, but so if, if Balor has if, ba- if if Seth wins, does Priest come down? Depending upon how brutal the match is, does Priest come down and cash in on either one of them, regardless of who wins? True, he could cash in on either one of them, right. honestly. But okay, but more likely the intrigue would be if Finn wins, right? Yeah. For the storyline. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I can see Priest casting the main on Finn. Okay, he's gonna be at ringside anyway. Okay, Mr. Chief, how about the ladies' side? No, no ladies' briefcase. No, not yet. Okay. I don't see Damien cashing in on Seth and um, Finn's match. Mm-hmm. But I do think Damien might cash in if Roman Reigns retains. He's going to cash in on Roman Reigns. He stole my thunder this on time. the belt. <laughs> He stole my thunder. I, I we're forgetting about Roman in that match, about yep. that belt. Yep. We've been so focused on the storyline between Seth and Balor that we all keep everybody's talking about him getting involved in that match. Well, he's trying to catch him twice on Seth, and it's gonna ride. Right. So you got Ro- the the Roman's belt. Why not the Intercontinental belt? No. Not the prestige. I, I get that, but if I, Gunther retains, the guy's closing in on a record. So, you know, it's not like the IC belt is nothing anymore. I mean, I, he's done a great job. I think Jay and Roman are going to beat the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. And in my gut, that's where we are, we are forgetting about that match. Everybody's concentrating on Damien doing something to mm-hmm. Finn, mm-hmm. interfering in the match. Well, you know what? I really think he's going to go after Mr. Roman Reigns. I no, think Priest thought so about notes. going after Roman and then remembered what happened to Austin Theory and was like, hey, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Check, please, right? All right. So I, I agree. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, 100%, I don't think either belt or either belt, either briefcase will be cashed in. I'd be more surprised if the ladies' briefcase gets cashed in than I would if Priest cashes in. And see, everybody's thinking that. Oscar, or excuse me, EO and, and Bailey are having the tat-to-tat. They're, you know, they're with the weird looks and everything. If Oscar retains, EO's not going to cash in on Oscar. It ain't going to happen. Okay. I don't, you don't want to see the screaming Japanese promos between each other? It, it, <laughs> it ain't, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. I still think when EO Sky tries to cash it in, Bailey's going to cost her the match, and EO Sky ain't going to win anything. Because like Shotzi'll come out and she'll get spooked and everything. I'd like to see Shotzi show up somehow. Get I think freak Bailey. You know, you know. There again, there, there, there's one. There's another one that needs to. uh, There's another one that I got it. uh, You can clear it up. Needs to. Get her just due too. Is Shotzi. You know, Shotzi's a good wrestler if yeah. they just give her a chance. So, interesting. A lot, lot of different ways that that, that, that yep. can all go. All right, let's cover. Uh, well, let's cover the ladies' triple threat for the uh, women's championship: Oscar, Charlotte, and Bianca. I mean, we're kind of segueing into it regarding the ladies' briefcase. Uh, thoughts? Who are you picking? Oscar. Okay. Charlotte Flair's undefeated at SummerSlam, and she's going to stay undefeated at SummerSlam. So, okay. And she's going to win the championship. So does she become just to piss everybody? Does she off. become the champ, the fifteen-time champion? Then, yep. Okay. Your thoughts, Oscar? Uh, I think I, I want to see. I don't want to see Bianca win only because I want to see her turn heel. 
Not that she can't turn heel even if she wins it. However, they don't, they don't want to turn her heel. They don't want to. Well, they got the street profits that turned be, last night. Yeah, so. they, they were supposed to turn, but they still got cheered. Because yeah, well, when Bobby, when Lassie came out, the fans saying Bobby, Bobby, right. because everybody wants the formation of the hurt business in some form. So, so. Um, but I, Bianca's not turning heel. I, I agree with Chief. Um, I want to see Oscar retain in that match. I think she's due to retain on a high level match, in my opinion. So she's a Bianca's now the female Cena, where she's like the, the role model for the little girls, and you do all the make a wishes now. So they're not, not going to turn her. You know, here here's an here's an interesting question. Thank you, Brandy, for your input. I would rather see, and, well, uh, not a question, but my a point I want to make. I would rather see Oscar oh, win the match, win the match, and then EO cash her briefcase in and have a one-on-one match. Oscar and EO for the belt. I'm going to hold you guys and ask you to stop right there because our next guest, a few minutes early, that's okay. We'll do it. So it is now time to bring in another guest who is helping us celebrate our 200th episode. He is known as Giselle Shaw's executive stylist and content creator. We know him because we love him. Mr. Jay Vidal joins us right now from Parts Unknown. Good morning, friend. How are you? Good morning, uh, and congratulations on 200 episodes of Thoughts Cow Anywhere. That is phenomenal. I mean, honestly, you guys have seen Jay Vidal grow. So for you guys to be able to welcome me on the show on your 200th episode, it means the world to me. Well, thank you very much for uh, making time for us. And again, we want to send a shout out to Ross for helping us arrange to have you be available uh, with us here. Brandy in the chat room, she says, hi, she misses you, Brandy Merrick, that is. Uh, So you'll be able to see some of the messages pop up there. Again, it's an honor to have you with us. Uh, Obviously, are are you, obviously it looks like you're out of town, I would say. Baby, we are, we are living life. We are around wherever we are, all right? (laughs) Jay Vidal travels because that's what Jay Vidal does. Oh, now he's talking third person. He never did that when he wrestled in Las Vegas. Hey, Let me just hey. <laughs> oh, he does now. Do, do you know who bought the first picture of Jay Vidal? Wait a minute, wait a minute. When he went to Impact. Wait, wait it's coming Jay, to me. Who bought your first it's, picture, it's buddy? To me. Who was it? It was you, baby. It was you. Oh, that exactly. is right. That's right. Exactly. Did he sign it at least? That's oh hell yeah. <laughs> That's my man there, buddy. That is my man. So, all right. You know everybody up here, so I can I don't have to do any of the introductions. Is there anybody up here you don't know, like Thomas Burnett, maybe? He knows me. Um, uh, no, I think I've actually <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure I've actually met everybody up there. Good. And you still want to talk. Another. Yeah, there you go. I just want to talk. That's really good. Do I want this- to or do I have to? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, that's no, no you don't. <laughs> Brandy Lowry says hello as well in the chat room. Um, looks like his feed has kind of frozen for the moment. Uh, Jay, you're, you're sick. Yeah, really. But put another quarter. In. Let's take that down until we, until we see that connection moving again. Oh, there we go. There uh, all right. So I want to ask this question, man. It's been at least a year plus when you were signed by impact. If we went back a year and a day before signing today, would you have ever thought you'd be where you are in the world of pro wrestling? Oh man. I, um, you know, this this journey with Impact has been cr- pretty crazy for me because I was almost at a point where I was thinking about taking a step back from wrestling, believe it or not. I was 
traveling a lot. I was loving it. But at the same time, I was just feeling like, man, something's got to get moving here. You know, like I, I want to see something finally kind of go in my way. Um, and they always say that before you are about to give up is usually when the good things come. Right. So you got to stick it through. And thank God that I sticked it through because uh, about a year and a half ago, you know, or a year and a month ago, right. I didn't think that I would, you know, be signed with him back. I was putting out, you know, the good energy into the universe to get signed. But at the same time, you know, there's so many talents out there. You're competing with um, such great stars from around the world. And it wasn't until I saw that impact was going to be in Vegas last year, uh, late last year. And I just decided to take the bet on myself. By then I'd moved back to Florida and I said, you know what? No, I'm going to email Gail Kim and I'm going to see where it takes me. And long and behold, you know, they, they had a spot open for me. And I think it's been probably the best spot to be able to introduce me to the impact fan base properly. Right. Uh, alongside Giselle Shaw, which has just been an amazing journey in and of itself. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's great guys. You know, brother, you, you always have the Vegas wrestling family behind you. And to hear you say you almost gave up, I'm glad you didn't. Mm -hmm. Now, go get the golden ring and reach for the stars. <laughs> Matt? A thousand percent. With your time and impact, like, how, like, the chemistry you and Giselle and Savannah have, like, on screen is crazy. How fast did that come about, like, backstage? Did you guys just click backstage and was like, we got to do this on screen? Or how'd that come about? No, so uh, I actually showed up to the uh, Impact Vegas shows. And um, I remember sitting down and then Giselle Shaw comes to me and she's like, hey, you know, they got something for us. We're going to be working together. I said, also, I didn't know what we were going to be doing. Then they broke it down for me. You're going to be her stylist. And, you know, I'm stylish in and of myself, right? So why can't I be a stylist for somebody else? <laughs> and, you know, we, it was like our first um, tapes backstage that we just kind of clicked. It was just natural chemistry. And every tape that we would do after that, you know, these little funny things that we would say during um, our tapes would be added on because we would just say them as jokes to each other. And then, you know, that's that's how natural chemistry works, right? You can't have peanut butter without jelly, uh, but when you put them together, oh my God, it tastes amazing. So that's, you know, Giselle Shaw and Jay Vidal. And then you add Savannah Evans to the mix as the bodyguard, you know, the chantrage is formed and you talk about, again, natural chemistry, like it was like we were all meant to be together. Right on. Guys? Who's on your hit list in Impact? <laughs> Who isn't on my hit list, right? Um, you know, of course, right now we are focusing on the Chantraj because that is number one and most important thing is getting Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans that impact knockouts tag team championships at emergence, which they will be challenging Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly, which we don't like, right? MK Ultra, uh, that would be on August 27th in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. 
Um, but you know, if we're looking down the line of my career, man, I'd love to, you know, be in the ring with speedball, Mike Bailey. I'd love to be in the ring with Trey Miguel, uh, another Vegas guy. I'd love to be in the ring with Chris Bay. You know, we did it in Las Vegas and doing it on a bigger stage would just be amazing. It would be. We had, we had Mike on earlier. That would be a great, great match for the two of you guys. Chief. You tour the house, you tour the house up with Chris out here in Vegas. Uh, the national, the national stage, though, they need to, they they need to see what you can do in the ring. Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go the swerve. I know who trained you. Okay, and he's a great guy down from Florida. All right, um, do you still? Are you still in contact with him now? Oh, man. Yeah, uh, me and Gangrel. Gangrel was actually the one who trained me, the Vampire Warrior, right? Uh, Gangrel and I keep in very close contact. We talk once every other week at least. And, you know, I call him. I call him for advice. Um, He's a father figure to me in professional wrestling. And dare I say in life, I call him. I ask him for advice. I was also helped, uh, trained in part by D'Lo Brown, who uh, will be backstage too at Impact. And I also go to him for advice. Um, it's amazing that I have all these people that I could go to whenever I'm struggling or whenever I'm unsure of something, or they could help me in something because they've been there and done that. As I said earlier, yes. Do you, I, I got a follow-up question. Have Have you ever talked to PCO about, oh, I, about advice? Not about advice, but PCO, man, like you could talk to PCO. PCO won't talk back to you, right? He's literally a monster. <laughs> I tried. I've actually, I've actually pitched the PCO, you know, to be his stylist. But you know what I mean? It's just like it's, it's, it's a little scary. I have to, I have to throw him a card from across the room. You know, PCO is a scary, scary dude. You know, you don't get close to PCO without the risk of getting thrown. <laughs> now I want to see you with PCO. See how that would work. I would love to see that now. That would be great, Jay. Not Just too long ago, that. not too long ago, a former uh, WWE Women's Champion, uh, Tag Champion, and such in uh, Miss Trinity became part of Impact. What, in your opinion, has she done to help Impact reach another level? Help you guys backstage? What What has her impact been on Impact? Um, well, first and foremost, um, one of her first few matches, I'll have, you know, I actually slapped Trinity, but (laughs) if we're talking about the impact that she's had on impact wrestling, it's been tremendous. Honestly, she's brought a lot of eyes to the product. She is a top tier talent and one of the most humblest professionals I've ever had the pleasure to work with. Now, would I slap her again? Absolutely. Of but, course. I wouldn't expect but, anything else. But she really, she really has brought a lot of eyes to the product, and I can't speak highly enough about her. She is a truly amazing talent. You know, you met, you mentioned something earlier, and I want to, I want to piggyback off of it. 
you reached out to Gail Kim when you were out here in Vegas to try to get on the show and you got on the show. Have you been able to develop a relationship with Gail Kim backstage? Not knowing who her husband is, I don't think you really want to mess with. So I don't mean that type of relationship. <laughs> but have you have you uh, have you reached out and asked uh, you know asked for advice from her or direction from her? <laughs> well, chief, chief, I mean, come on, now. I mean, you know me, you know me longer than anybody else. Like, I don't think I would have a relationship with any woman. I had to go there, man. I had to to give you the plug. Oh, Come on. You're doing for the <laughs> chef over the restaurant all day. <laughs> however, 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 uh no, Gail, um Gail is just amazing. You know, like from day one. Um, even as something as small as when Giselle and I were practicing our entrance together, she would tell me like, Hey, you're holding back. And I was like, yeah, I do feel like I'm holding back. She's like, no, don't hold back. This is, you know, this is TV. This is, you know what I mean? The big time you don't hold back here. You know, you keep basically just showing out until we pull you back. If we got to pull you back. Um, she teaches me a lot. She's taught me a lot and continues to teach me a lot. Every time that I go out there, every time that I come back, there's always a critique, which, you know, critiques are welcome because that's how we grow uh, as professionals out there. So Gail Kim uh, has been an amazing part in that. And so has Tommy Dreamer, too. Tommy Dreamer is, you know, somebody who when you go out there, he'll come by and he'll tell you, you know, he'll first tell you, okay, this was great, but you need to do this, this and this better. And to have those minds backstage at Impact, you know, that's that's a win in and of itself. I'm very blessed to have that and to have that relationship with Gail Kim and Tommy Dreamer. I miss my hug, brother. <laughs> You'll always get your hug when I see you. You know that. So what was the biggest lesson that you learned in FSW that you transferred to Impact? Um, I think the biggest lesson that I learned at FSW um, that I bring into impact is just to treat everybody with respect, right? That means everybody backstage. That means a production team. That means the, you know, I mean, the people selling merch, even, even the people who are out there in catering or whatever they may be doing, you know, is just treat everybody with respect, treat everybody with love and make it a welcome environment because when it's a welcoming environment you know the morale of the locker room goes up and not only that but you build relationships and that's the best part about going to impact right it's not just seeing all the wrestlers but seeing the production team giving them a big hug talking to them hey you know how's life all that good stuff i think i learned that over at fsw because over at fsw we are a family and that's the same thing over at impact you know we're a family, dysfunctional at times, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, what kind of family slaps each other in the ring and beats each other up? And you know what I mean? But we're, we're a family nonetheless. And I love it more than anything else on this planet. Matt? I asked the same question to Mike Bailey earlier. With Impact celebrating its thousandth episode coming up, and they've already advertised a couple legends coming back, who would you want to bring back to, like, face in the ring of any Impact legend? Oh, man, of any impact. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because the 
the people that I actually wanted to see or, you know, I mean, to be out there with, to do something with, which I think would just be money is they're actually coming. It's the beautiful people, right? Like I literally grew up watching the beautiful people. So, oh my God, I yes. to see that. You know, I mean, the, the story writes itself, you know, Giselle Shaw, her stylist, Jay Vidal, and then we're out there with, you know what I mean? The beautiful people, Angelina Love Velvet Sky, it's just, come on now. It's, it's a moment, you know, it's like the past generation and the newer generation. Right on. That would be awesome. I have a final question for me. Looking at the four of us up here, and since you are an executive stylist, oh God, who do you think <laughs> you can help the most sitting here on this panel? <laughs> Chief, you know you're beautiful, Chief, but I could give you a little bit of eyeshadow. You know what I mean? A little, a little, little touch up right there. Yeah, buddy. Throw some color in your hair, and let me tell you something. You're gonna, you're gonna be looking 25 again. I'll be styling and profiling. <laughs> styling and profiling, baby. You look, you look oh, yeah, please, 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 don't you forget. Look, you will have created a monster if that's the case. Ah, we, we should get absolutely. amongst to that. <laughs> but please don't forget the most important part, right? Emergence, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Sunday, August 27th. And you got the emergence fallout, Monday, August 28th. You know, Jay Vidal, Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, baby, we're, gonna, we're coming over to take over Toronto, take those knockouts, tag team championships. And I think we just might go celebrate because that's what the Shantaraj does. <laughs> I got the final question I always ask everybody. And since it's an Impact Wrestling thing, who is your Mount Rushmore of Impact Wrestling? Oh, man, my Mount Rushmore of Impact Wrestling. Well, that's four, right? Four? <laughs> um, you know, your history sounds pretty much a Shantaraj and who? <laughs> <laughs> the Chief. So, I was, I was, I would think, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, actually, you know, I mean, Giselle Shaw, Jay Vidal, Savannah Evans, and we'll put Jay Vidal over there again. No, I, <laughs> if, <laughs> my brother, <laughs> if, if, if I had to actually choose, though, um, I would definitely say AJ Styles, Sting, it's so hard, right? Um, me personally, right? Me personally. Yeah. Yes. I put, yeah. I put, no, no, not me personally. I mean, like me personally, this is my choice. <laughs> I put, uh, yeah, you I can put, put yourself on there. I put AJ Styles, uh, Sting. We'll put Jeff Hardy up there too. Big Jeff Hardy fan. Um, and also, I would put up there Josh Alexander for the simple fact that he's done a tremendous job when he was champion at carrying this company and even still now you know what i mean like the guy is a locker room leader and he sets the best example of how to be a professional not just in the ring but backstage as well like genuinely a true a true true champion in every sense right of the word Jay, we're going to uh, wrap up. We're going to let you go. Um, for me, it's been an honor to say that before you became Impact, that I had the opportunity to call many of your matches here in Vegas in some of the other promotions. So I, I'm proud to be able to hang my hat on that, being able to call some of your matches. Thank you so much for that opportunity. And remember, the I in J-A-I stands for Impact. That's what it says on his jacket, even right to left. Uh, but with that, because we're seeing it in reverse. So, Hey. 
Do you have any new merch out? I don't got new merch, but I got new merch being made. So stay tuned in the next month or two, and you will see new J. Vidal merch. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Just let in it, time for Christmas. Let us know. Send us the link. Thank you again for being part of show number 200 with us Woo! today, Jay. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Good luck, Thank man. you guys so much for having me. 200, baby, and we're only going up from there. You got it. We'll see you, Jay. Thank you. All right. With that, we want to thank Jay Vidal again for coming on, a dear friend and uh, of all of us up here. We're going to go to our break, first break of hour number two. So don't go anywhere. we got a lot more to come right after this. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because they do. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. All right, we have 45 minutes left to go in the show, so I'm going to ask the historian to read his chicken scratch to share with you what our question is to win this autographed certified picture of Jake the the Snake Roberts. Holy cow. Spit it out. Spit it out. Jake the Snake Roberts. Do not call in until we ask for it. Do not put any answers in the chat room on Facebook or YouTube. You will be disqualified. So... Here is the picture that is up for grabs when we ask for the call-in. Yeah. Trying to get – there we go. Yeah. There we go. It's got the JSA cert on it and everything. So here is your question to be prepared for, Mr. Historian. What kind of match did Undertaker and Mankind have at SummerSlam 96? All right. Match that – A wrestling match. <laughs> Undertaker, Mankind. What match did they have? What was here? 96, you said? 96. There you go. Don't call in now. Don't put any messages in the chat rooms. Otherwise, we'll be forced to change the question and you get nothing. So we'll get the numbers out again shortly. All right. Next, let's go back to SummerSlam. Let's finish up our predictions. You think? Let's do that. We'll finish that up. We can do that. John teased us, by the way. He brought out the cake and we don't have the pieces yet. That's all right. Seth Rollins. What's up with that? He's been busy. He's been busy. He's been busy today. What do you expect from a jarhead? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, gentlemen. Here's our predictions. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship, which not in any way diminishes Roman Reigns' title. Well, minus the cash-in. Let's say there's no cash-in at all. Right. I say Finn wins it. Okay. Because he keeps bringing up seven years, seven years, seven years. Lucky seven. If he loses today, where do you go from here with Finn? Yeah. I Back agree. to square one to the bottom. Matt? It, I kind of agree with Tom. I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wash the rinse out of your mouth on that one? <laughs> I'm going to re-edit this so I say it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think Finn Balor might actually win it if there's no cash in. But, I, yeah, I'm going to go Finn Balor. But if there is a cash in, it's going to happen after one of these two guys win. So making our prediction really – not we're not asking who's going to walk out with the belt eventually. Finn Balor wins, but Damian Priest might walk out world heavyweight champion. Okay, that's fair. All right. I think uh, I think Finn Balor. Okay. Because I think Seth's going to take a break from wrestling. Seth's okay. dealing with some injuries. As, 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 as somebody alluded to uh, in, a, in a conversation I had this past week, mm-hmm. he has some injuries. Um, 
and you know maybe he needs to go take care of mm-hmm. him. and you know uh during covid if i'm not mistaken finn was pretty heavily as a fan favorite um yeah so this you know this could be his break possible breakaway from the organization and but just uh, cross our fingers he doesn't get hurt yeah, right. And so think about this. Let's say Finn wins. Go He's ahead. got gold, right? Yes. Priest has the briefcase. Yes. Right? Yes. Rhea, we know, has got gold. Yes. Right? Dom Dom's, Dom's got, got gold. Dom Dom's got gold. So, in a way, you, it, it would almost complete it if, let's say, Seth wins, and then Priest comes out to cash on Seth, so they all have belts. That's the that's an interesting well, wait, wait, that's, wait, wait. to see no, the whole that's faction. A, that's an interesting well, perspective. Well, if, if Priest catches on the Roman, then yeah, but if. Yeah, but we're presuming that? he's not cashing in on Roman because Roman's good. That match well, has got to be the main. Well, he cashes in on Seth and Finn, and then the whole group won't have a girl, won't have belts because then Finn won't have the belt. No, I, I understand that. But how many times it, it's been a lot fewer times that people have not successfully cashed in the belt? Finn will be the, carrying around the Super case. Bowl trophy. That's right. <laughs> He'll throw it in the river with Tom Brady too. Um, more, less people have not cashed it in successfully than have cashed it in, right? No, more people have cashed in successfully than than ever. Well, that's what I meant. So the chances are in his favor. I was checking to see if you, you were listening. You got me so damn confused. I don't know what the hell you're talking about now. Can we go on to the next match, please? I didn't get my prediction. Well, what is it? Finn Balor. Okay. <laughs> I do all that. That was easy. Cody Rose, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Doesn't Cody have to win this match? He's got to. Right? Cody wins. He, okay. He's got to. He has away. to. If he loses, then what do you do? You're not going to have a fourth match. Can I can I bring an interesting point up? Sure. I, I, I looked I looked at Brock's contract. You did, and it says that he only he has to perform five times. Okay. So in my mind, with the contract saying that, he's not going to win. Okay, Cody's going to win, and. Brock's going to go away again until whatever they decide pay-per-view they want to bring him back at. You know, have, a couple, so- have a couple matches. Yeah, probably Saudi. Before, you know, so I don't, with the kind of contract he's got, he ain't going to win. Okay, so I think we're all sweeping on Cody. Last match, the tribal combat match. Oh. Reigns, Jey Uso. The, whoever wins, wins. <laughs> Um, That's thank the you. most observant thing you have thank ever you, Captain said in 200 episodes. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Whoever wins, wins. If you ain't here, you're somewhere. Exactly. By the Bring way. me up, Scotty. While, while John is dishing out the cake in all sincerity, we want to thank John for all this hard work. And Absolutely. not only TCA, yes. but Dang. all the shows here at the station. Absolutely. Uh, he is a, he's a king of hearts as far as we're concerned up here. And we want to thank John and Worldwide Digital Broadcasting for allowing us to make uh, call this home for us. Even, so even though you will not even give you a piece of cake. Thank you, sir. Please help even, yourself. Even though, even don't though, don't forget to tip your waiter. <laughs> yeah, don't bet on the three-legged horse. <laughs> even, he drives the train that makes our show go. <laughs> I like that. But then he goes off the rails. That was good. That was good. So he, yeah. So he drives oh, off the rails. Gosh. <laughs> Go ahead. You were saying. Uh, I forget. <laughs> it went right over. You, you said uh, whoever wins wins in trouble combat. Do we see anybody appear in this match? No. Outside of the two outside of the bloodline or whoever. No. Roman said on ESPN that the entire family is going to be in attendance for this match. That don't mean nothing. Will Rikishi get involved in this? 
That means a wild Samoans, Rikishi, well, Rock. Does, does that mean the Rock? Hollywood's on strike. He has literally has nothing, nothing to else to do. Right. <laughs> does, does, if it's ever gonna happen, today, it's today. gonna happen tonight. Yeah, does, tonight. Does that mean Tamina? No. Why not? Okay, the important members of the Owani yeah. family. Naya. No. Dear God, no. A person who would be perfect to show up. Rock's, just, how about Rock's daughter? No. Why not? I can see the Rock's mom showing up at the Wild Simone. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, she'll be like sitting the, in the crowd. The obvious one that could have joined but is no longer. She can't make an impact no. on the match. <laughs> Trinity. I mean, let's no, face it. Not, she's no, no, she's not going to. But that would be if she was still with WWE – that would have been a pretty obvious one, even though Jimmy's not in the match. Does Jimmy make an appearance tonight? He could. I mean, does, does to cost Roman or to cost his brother? I mean, I think it'll cost Jay the match, if anything. Can okay. you swear? Like, I did this for Roman. Like, I was, I was always by your side, cousin. And you know, I never the, saw anything in Jay. The perspective, the perspective that we miss is it's the type of match it is. Okay. And out of the family, mm -hmm. who's the most senior person in the family now? I don't know. That's your fucking category. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's Rock's mom. <laughs> well, would it be Rock's mom or would it be Afor Sika? It would be Rock's mom. She'd be the matriarch of the family. For what sure. if Rikishi comes out and costs Jay the match? And here, well, so here's, here's my thought. She's going to come out in my in my mind. She's going to come out, and between her and Alpha and Sika, they're the three that are going to set the guidelines for the match. Okay, hmm. that Jay and Roman are going to have to follow. Is that going to take up too much airtime to do no. all that before the match? No, I mean, is that why said it's like no DQ and no. all this stuff. Yeah, I don't think they're going to draw it out to that, that effect. And, no, and, they won't. And once it once it starts, mm -hmm. to me, the referee's getting out of the ring. The two of them are going to go at it until a pin takes place. You got to win clean. Whoever's going to win yep. has to win on a pin, yep. clean or otherwise. And, but and you got to get a one, two, three. And yeah. I think Roman Reigns is going to win the match. That's okay. my prediction. I want to see Jay, Jay win, but I have a funny feeling Roman's going to somehow retain. There's just too many other outside factors that could play it solo. We, haven't, we didn't even mention his name. You know, will he get involved? I think there's too many ifs. He'll get involved. Since I get my you. prediction, but, I'm eating my cake But there's too, many, there's too many ifs out there in support of helping Roman okay. more so than Jay. Yeah. So I think Roman, Roman will win as much as we may hate to see it happen, but. Instead of at WrestleMania, could we see Rock and Roman in Saudi? No. No. Then that was a quick no. no. You didn't even have to think about that. No. Oh, no. With enough money thrown at either one of them. Roman will go anyway. He's been there like uh, 10 and like, times. And so. like you said, if the right of strike's not settled by whatever Saudi Arabia is, have they announced a date yet for Saudi for the next show? I think it's early November. Okay, so if the strike's not settled yet, he still has nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, gonna, you know. That's what's been great. We've all we've talked about this many, many times. Yep. This bloodline story for what now? Three years, two and a half, three, three or whatever years, it is. Twenty twenty has had so many people involved in it. Mm -hmm. Right. 
why not Sami Zayn come out and help Jay win? You know what I'm saying? There, there's just so many variables in this, which is what makes any matchup regarding the bloodline so intriguing, where it's almost hard to pick a winner because there are too many things you can't predict that could happen in the match, right? Um, I do want to see Jay win, but I have a funny feeling because of all these variables that could help Roman more so than, than Jay. I think Roman will come out still with the belt. The iron is hot, though, right now with, with Jay, like it was back in February with Sammy. You missed the boat with Sammy. Right. Do you miss the boat again with Jay? I, but they've also missed the boat with Drew McIntyre at Clash of the Castle, Cody mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Because mm-hmm. they learn from this hunter, learn from their mistakes. This guy, Jay is the hottest celebrity, just like Sammy and Cody were. You missed the boat with them. Are you going to do it again? Sure, and, and then, sure, and then sure I, they are. I mean, it all started with Jay. They're going to miss the with, boat. And it ends tonight. No, no. I don't we're, think Roman loses no. the belt until WrestleMania 40 to Cody. Yeah, I don't want to see. Like me and him were talking about the other day. I don't want to see Cody again. Nope. What does Cody do for us? But after after see Roman wins. Whatever you're about to say, you're fired. I've been, <laughs> I've been fired so many times in the matter. <laughs> Let's we'll just call him Billy Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Let, what let, does, let's see. Where does Roman go after here? If Roman retains, honestly, where does he go from here? Who's next for him? Gunther. He's got six friends. Seamus. Do they go with Seamus? Johnny Knoxville. Carrying Cross. <laughs> I agree with exactly what you said. And he, he wants Gunther. He want Gunther. Here's, here's, I, I would love to see Gunther. We have, I think the, Gunther we, have, we have our guests on the line. Dilo, hmm? I think just checked. Oh, in. okay. Uh, let me make the point real quick. With Roman retaining, okay, I see Gunther losing his belt. He's going to be the next one for Roman Reigns. All right. With that, we're going to stop the conversation right there. We finish our predictions because we have. Well, I think we should call our main event guest. I hope so. Right? Ding, 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 ding. There we go. Let's let's bring him in. Hopefully, we can get his camera turned on so that we can actually uh, the audience can see him. If you don't mind, there, D'Lo Brown now joins us, Mr. D'Lo. Thank you for joining us on episode number two hundred and helping us celebrate. Not yet. I will. Continue. Not connected yet. I will continue. Yet. All right, <laughs> D'Lo. All right, take that off screen for now. Let's wait to see if we get it, see his face pop in there. Um, so a lot can happen with that. So I want to jump, since we're going to, going to we talked about some of the surprises. I, want, I don't want to go too much deeper in that. Let's talk about um, our own show. What's been your favorite episode in 200 episodes? What, what are the highlights for you? It is crazy it's been 200 episodes already. It seems like the last almost four years have flown by. Mm-hmm. But I would say definitely one of the highlights for me was having Demolition mm-hmm. on the show. So I always grew up like hated those guys going after the Hard Foundation and Legion of Doom and all them. But I'm watching to realize like what good guys they were and yep everything like that. It was just an honor to have them here. Okay, Demolition. That's not a bad pick. My favorite moment would be when getting chopped for charity. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> getting chopped for charity. Has your chest finally healed, Joe? Yeah, it's finally healed a year later, yeah. That's good. Okay, so we got chops, demolition. Mayan was one of the firehouse sub-episodes. 
Oh, let me guess. Go ahead. With Mr. Otto? Yes. OVC? Yes. <laughs> that was a wild shot. That was that, that was I like shot. Subway better. That, anyway. was, that, that, that was my favorite. That was my favorite. Also having Tessa Blanchard on just because she's always been you one know, of my favorite female wrestlers. Yeah. And you know, we we've we've been fortunate. Um you two originals. But for Thomas and I, if I can speak for you, mm-hmm. um, we've been fortunate to have 200 great shows mm-hmm. with great guests. And I'm sure we're going to have more guests in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Bigger things coming. I, yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, again, shout out to Scott. Mr. Hosey, mm-hmm. um, you know, he does a lot for us behind the scenes that we don't even talk about. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't acknowledge because oh. he don't want us to. Right. Um, but oh. no, no, today, Scott, you are missed. All right. With that, we see a picture here. All right. Let's try again here. It is with great pleasure. There he is. We bring in our guest to help us uh, wrap up our 200th episode. He is the great D'Lo Brown. Mr. Brown, how are you, sir? What's going on, gentlemen? How are you doing? Sorry about the technical difficulties. That's okay. Thank you so much for joining us today. You look like you're driving somewhere. You're cruising. I am cruising. I just pulled over the side of the road, so I can give you guys a quick call and uh, congratulate you on your your show here and and wanted to join in and say hello. Well, we thank you. Go ahead, Chief. My vote for the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're going to start a petition and a hashtag. DLO for Hall of Fame for sure. Um, what an honor it was to meet you at last year's event at Samstown with Scott and uh, a true gentleman. And we enjoyed our time with you then. And we would be remiss if we didn't ask you to join us for number 200. And we, again, deeply appreciate you taking a few minutes with us. Where, where are you traveling? Where are you at? Parts unknown? Uh, I'm in beautiful Denver, Colorado right now. Right on. All right. That's very cool. Doing some business up there, I take it? Doing some uh, the act of pro wrestling, doing some uh, work up here and enjoying the scenery, but uh, on my way to a show tonight. So um, just enjoying life. Right on, man. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Matt, take it away. Let's fire some questions, and we'll let them get back on the road. I was always curious of like all the whole nation of domination thing during the height of it. Was there ever like a point you guys thought you guys were in like actual danger or like the crowd was going to get like completely out of hand? You know, not really. I mean, you knew that they disliked us because we were, you know, the heels or the bad guys. But um, no, I, I, I know what it feels like to be really threatened because of my time in, in Tennessee with the gangsters. So I kind of oh. really know what that feels like. Yeah. But no yeah. point did I ever feel that the crowd was actually going to, you know, come over the rails or anything like that at us. They were just, you know, being part of the show. Yeah. Got Chief. Hey, D-Lo, being, you, being you're on the road right now, here's a good question. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest road story you can tell? Oh, that man. That you can publicly share. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll tell this one time. I think we're in Houston, Texas, and um, Ahmed Johnson was late for a a house show. So instead of just pulling up to the building and saying he was late, he pulled up to the building, and there was a a hill out front, and he rolled his car up on the hill and rolled to the side and then ran the building and said he flipped his car over. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's dedication oh, to the story, I guess. Wow. Oh. He didn't want to be late. He rolled his car instead, though. Wow. <laughs> why am I not surprised for a story like that coming from Ahmed Johnson? I don't know why I'm not surprised. I, I don't know. All right. That's good. I like that. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. I was curious, do you have any, like, any of the memorabilia from your career, like any of like ring-worn stuff, like important outfits from like matches or? Yeah, I mean, I got rid of a lot of stuff, but like really significant stuff I've kept um, because I want to give to my children so they can have it. Um, nice. But I have I have the, 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 what I was wearing that I won the Europe, European Intercontinental title. I have what I was wearing from SummerSlam 98. Uh, I have my mania stuff, and I have my original uh, nation suit with my original beanie. Wow, wow, that's good. That's good stuff there, right? Do you still have a chest protector? I do not have a chest protector. Oh. I sold that off at auction um, in the Pillman. I think it was Pillman ninety nine. Auctioned okay. it off for a good cause. So right on. Right on. You know, we were, we were just starting to talk about um, what our favorite 200, what our favorite episode has been for each of us. Matt and I are the two originals. Uh, we just realized October would be, what, four years that we've yeah. actually been on the air. And we we're just starting to talk about it. And for me, for a guy a lot like Chief, I started really getting into wrestling in the mid-70s. He's a few years older than me. And at the height of wrestling, when I really grew my fandom was during the time when the Nation of Domination and that whole era of pro wrestling uh, really just skyrocketed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of course we know, you know, the rock came from the nation yourself, Mark Henry, uh, Ron Simmons. So for me, uh, you know, meeting you last year at Sam's now doubling that up with you able to join us on number 200 for me as a good to watch these wrestlers. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the guys that have been wrestling the last 15, 20 years, but for me to meet a gentleman like D'Lo Brown and be as cordial to us and, and, be so open to share his stories to me right now. My favorite episode was last year when we first met him at Sam's coupled by this one, because here's a guy that's a true legend mm -hmm. that I watched on TV, the shaking of the head coming down to the ring. I don't know how your head stayed on. That's how Bobble has must have started that way. I think yeah, but for it's, me, it's, it's, a, it's a magic trick. No, it's <laughs> sure. It <is. laughs> I'm sure it is. But that, that's my answer to that question. Is the amount of times in school that we either did the DX shop or the you better recognize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you did. You get the head shake uh, patented, by the way. Copyright. No, I didn't. I, if I wish I had a nickel for every time someone told me a story when they were in school yeah. and they oh would shake their head at their yeah. teacher or strut down the hall when they were told they had to do something. I wish I had a nickel for every time. I'd be uh, <laughs> Bill Gates would have nothing on me. Exactly. Now I understand. Looks like Chief uh, Matt is getting something out of a bag over here. What do you What do you have there, boss? How is it like? How does it feel like after all the years you've like been doing this, and in 2023 they're still coming out with action here, figures? Let me hold out pivot on here in the one shot. Like these are just coming out in targets, and this is like one of the coolest figures they have come out with in a hot while. Yeah, yeah man. I, I got to tell you, it's, figure. it's an amazing feeling that. You know, I haven't been on WWE TV since 2009, and here in 2023, they're they're producing a, a an elite action figure for me. That's um, it, it's it's awe inspiring, it's humbling, and, and and I'm I'm just extremely blessed to still be in the you know in the conscience of the wrestling public, and I'm 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 honored. I can't I, I I have no words for it. 
You even got the chase figure of that thing too. <laughs> yes, I got, and that makes me even better because I was putting the line in NHL. No, no, <laughs> no, well, no bobblehead. No bobblehead. But but what's interesting is the gear they have you in is what you just yep. talked about, right? Yep. Your chest protector, the beanie, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's wonderful because performers like you, and, and every sport has this, the people that we look at in history that can teach us something, you know, baseball, they talk about a football, basketball, you are a true legend that needs to be continued and kept in the forefront of professional wrestling on all levels today because of how successful you were and are still, obviously, like you said, here you are in 2023, you have a, you know, an action figure coming out. There's no question that you should be honored with something like this with the ultimate honor still Hall of Fame. That's Hall right. of Fame, baby. That's right. Maybe it's a maybe it's foreshadowing. WWE's uh, coming out with this. Hall of Fame. It would be an honor to be in the Hall of Fame. I, I think I'm in the Hall of Very Good. I think I was surrounded <laughs> by a lot of Hall of Famers. So if it would ever happen, it'd be it'd be an honor. Who would well, you want to induct you? Oh Ron Simmons. Damn. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know how we how we'd end the <laughs> yes. he'd end the speech or just come out and say that, right? Just come out. Now inducting uh D'Lo Brown, Ron Simmons just comes out. Bam! And then yes, that's it. it. Now that's all you need. Well, I'd you know, be crying too much to be able to talk for an, uh, an acceptance speech. So um you, but yeah, if if I could have anybody it'd be Ron. You know, fellas, we're gonna be fortunate. The yes, end, the end of the month, August. Either the 26th or 27th, D'Lo, I believe you're going to be doing the sports card collectible and card show out here at Samstown. Yeah, I believe it's the 27th. I've got to see what the impact schedule is. I, I know one of the days I'm flying in, I'm going to land right, right in McCarran and drive right over. Oh, wait, I'm, it's Harry Reid now. Sorry. It's okay. I'm okay. We we know what you're talking about, bro. Any anyway, uh, we're politically incorrect. Uh, any, yeah. Oh, got you. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, when I do see you, um, the figure that we do have here, uh, I'm going to bring to you and graciously ask you, and slip you some money in your hand to uh, autograph to autograph that figure for me for you you wouldn't have to slip any money i'd be honored to uh autograph that for you right in front of you and and, and wow. hand it back to you i'd be honored well that's great you, you know i love you man uh nothing but love for you too dog good matt let's ask one final question so we can let him back on the road just so you get back on the road i always have the same question for everybody at the end who's your mount rushmore of wrestling and you know i've been asked that a few times and my answer is there are so many great competitors, male and females. It would be a disrespect to everyone else to try to name four. Like it would, it would be a disrespect to everyone else because it, it depends. Who's your favorite showstopper? Who's your favorite high flyer? Who's your ba- favorite in-ring, you know, technician? Who's your best character? It's it is so hard. And then people just it devolves down to well, these are the four guys that made the most money. Sometimes the four guys that made the most money aren't the four guys that are the most important. So, um, interesting. Uh, it, it would be hard to just narrow it down to four people. So, I want to change that question and I want to ask it an easier one. What is your favorite wrestling broadcast show then? <laughs> hey, well, I'm on episode 200 right now. There you go. <laughs> All right. I like his answer. Exactly. I got. I got. One, I got. One, Brown for the win, please. I got one last question. Yes. Okay. If you, if you ever got into the ring for one more match, yeah. Who who would it be with? 
<laughs> Doesn't um, have to be anybody from that Mount Rushmore. I'll so, even get in the. I mean, I'll get in the oh, ring no, with you no. if you want to. No, I'll, I'll take. I'll take you on and you'll win. Um, <laughs> you're gonna wear a chest protector, just shin protectors. That's uh, okay, so the, the wrestler answer in me is I want to be in the ring with Roman Reigns because that would be the main event and you get paid the most money. The, okay. rest, the, the, the fan in me says I would have always loved to wrestle Shawn Michaels and I never got a chance to do it. Mm. Wow. 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 Yes. So we, we really haven't seen D'Lo do the head bobble shake regularly, take, right? Take and money and I'm that. not going to ask him to do it behind the wheel no. while he's in his car. He's no. always pulled over on no. the side. But the day he's inducted, I fully expect him to walk out and do the head bob when he comes to uh, the podium. If, 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 I'm, if, I'm, if I'm bestowed the honor to be in a Hall of Fame, it'll be full-on entrance ring strut <laughs> down. I mean, you, couldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to contain me. Uh, my go. head might indeed fall off that night. I would, you, you couldn't contain me. Well, when that happens, you can count on four people that'll be there to support you for sure. And I'll be there to film it. Yeah, that's appreciate it. All right, D'Lo, we'll let you get back thank on you, the road. D-Lo. Thank you, thank you, thank you for topping thank off you, our D-Lo. 200th episode. Drive safe. And thank we'll you, see guys. You, we'll see you at the I end pre- of the month. I Much appreciate well, it, guys. Thank, thank you for having me on episode 200. It's, a, it's an honor. I'm, I, I'm, I feel fortunate to have met you guys, and, and I consider you guys friends going forward. So thank wow. you, guys. Thank, thank you so much, D'Lo. Much love. Appreciate All you right. guys. Thank you. Be safe. Thank you. You too. You the too. great D'Lo Brown, um, Hall of Famer in our minds, regardless of what hasn't officially happened. I would officially mm-hmm. like to change my mind of the favorite episode. Of the <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty good, man. All right. We have about 15 minutes left in the show, John. Yeah. You didn't ask me what my favorite episode was. We're going to take a break. Has it happened yet? Oh, yeah. What's that? Uh, my favorite episode was I'm the afraid. first with the first episode in January of 2023, which I think was episode number 164. Okay. It was a hell of a train wreck, but it oh was a lot of fun. <laughs> Again with the trains. Oh yeah. My God. What are you trying? Oh, my God. All right. You want to take a quick break? Yeah. Now let's go to the top. It's quarter up. Can you handle it? Or you got to go pee? No. No, we're good. You can do let's it. Go. All right. <laughs> Ask the trivia question. We're going to open up the phones, and then we're going to go to something new for this show. What's the trivia question? Ask again, please. What match did Undertaker and Mankind have at SummerSlam 1996? 702-992-3207. The first caller, not message in the chat room, no no YouTube message. You must call in, 702-992-3207. JSA certified picture of Jake the Snake Roberts. Give us that answer, first caller. And now it is on four. It happened on this day in wrestling. Mr. Chief, take it away. Anyway. I'm not doing my uh, Chiefs rant today, but I am doing the Chiefs history today. 1949, Don McIntyre won the Southern Heavyweight title from Tom Mahoney in Atlanta, Georgia. In relation to Drew? Might be. I remember that. Might be. (laughs) 1965. Chief was 40 when this happened. 1965 at Memorial Hall in Kansas City. Mongolian Stopper beat Bob Geigel two falls to one. Bob Brown beat Jerry Miller by TQ. Pat O'Connor beat Jim Grabmeyer, and Ox Baker beat Johnny Ramirez. In Chicago in 1966, AWA, Mad Dog and beat the Crusher on a third fall DQ. The Assassin and Big K beat Wilbur Snyder and Vern Gagne in two falls. And Killer Kowalski 
Beat Guy Mitchell. Finally a name I know. <laughs> 1969, Hiro Matsuda and the Missouri Mauler defeated Cyclone Negron and Jack Briscoe for the NWA two. Florida Tag ones. Team title in Tampa. Only two? In 1972, in Minneapolis, AWA Tag Team champs Nick Bockwinkle and Ray Stevens beat Billy Robinson and Wahoo McDaniel by countout. Ivan Koloff beat Ramon Torres and Don Morocco beat the Big K. 1976, Kansas City. Terry Funk retained NWA championship against Harley Race. 1986, Maida and Keto defeated Fujinami and Kimura to win the IWGP tag team titles in Tokyo. 1988, Iceman King Parsons defeated Kerry Von Erich, subbing for Kevin to win the world-class Texas heavyweight title in Dallas. Nine, this, is an, this is an interesting one. Seriously. Suzuki beat Ultimo Dragon to unify eight separate junior heavyweight titles in the 1J Crown Championship. Eight titles. Eight 2010, it's more than seven. during a TNA Impact broadcast, Taylor Wilde and Hamada defeated the beautiful people to win the TNA Knockouts tag team titles. So there's a little bit of history from 1949 forward. Folks. Right on. That's wonderful. And now we can add to that our 200th episode on August 5th in 2023. All right. Did I do okay? You did very good. All right. Even better than the historian should have done. All right. But good job. Thank, Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, that was All right. Before we uh, start wrapping up, by the way, do you have the little dance video that we showed Thursday night available, sir? No. Oh, Can you dig that up? Which I asked you to have ready for today on Thursday. But that's it. Uh, yes, I did. Anyway, question came up from from YouTube that came in there while Chief was doing it. What are our thoughts on, if we care, care hey, good morning, them, Ryan. regarding uh, Vince McMahon being back in the news recently with his subpoenas and all that other stuff? <clears throat> Any thoughts on it? Guys, I'll open it up. Not, Whoever wants to jump in first. Not, not surprised. If they're going after the former president with this stuff, it's anybody's game. Okay. I wonder what the search warrant and stuff was for. They haven't really released anything. <laughs> no, they but, but it's in connection to the fourteen million or so that he had to pay people off. They said probably right? bank uh, records and everything. Probably. Chief, I think I gave my answer earlier. You know, um, all, a lot of us have problems in the world today, mm -hmm. and I think Matt said it back best. There's a lot of snowflakes in the world, and um, thousand percent facts. We, uh, we, of us that get the help we need to get our problems handled, mm -hmm. become better. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say it this way: evidently, Mr. McMahon, this has been going on for some time, and. Uh, um, some people may have turned the other cheek, so to speak, but I think now it's it's catching up with him, and uh, to get subpoenaed, right? Um, That's a big issue. That's a big to get issue. subpoenaed. Yeah, so, I'll just leave it at so that. So I'm wondering now if he gets indicted, how will that affect the Endeavor deal? I, how far away from it actually being done is it? I thought it was October. I said by the end of the year, it'll be like. Let me um, ask. Let me, let me ask this. It'll be inked. Could Stephanie come back into the picture 
if, if Vince has to step away, could Stephanie come back into the picture and take the company back over? In my opinion, only if it was definitive. If I don't think it'll chance- do anything because even if, like, all these indictments come, the Hall of Famer is still projected to be, like, one of the nominees for president. So I don't think it'll have much effect on WWE if it's okay. not going to have much effect on him. We don't know what the outcomes are going to be. I think I think I I think if it's a permanent change, for whatever the reason, it's like Vince is and whatever, and he can never come back to bless you. You can never come back. Then maybe Stephanie doesn't want to be an interim. She doesn't. She I think she was caught off guard when Vince came back the first time and decided to step away again. I don't think she wants to be around her father. Right, and I think if it's a permanent change, I think we have a different story going that. She could come back. If she doesn't, then you got Triple H, you got Khan. Does Shawn Michaels get elevated because of what he's been able to do with NXT? Who knows? But I think it's a black guy again to WWE slash now Endeavor. I don't think it'll ever be a permanent move until Vince dies because no matter what sh- position he's in, he'll figure out a way to come back. You know, here's one interesting point that, oh, that oh. we forgot. Right? Linda McMahon was part of. The former president's cabinet. Yeah, you're right. What role could she possibly play in it? I don't know. All right. I think we have a caller calling in here as soon as John gives us the okie dokie that we can, uh, we're good. We have a caller on the line. (laughs) I love our screening process. (laughs) Thank you, caller. Who's this, please? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Rat on Florida. Hey, Florida checking in again. Thank you for joining us. What's up? What's up? Not much, man. Getting rained on here. I'm sorry. Yeah, keep it there. Are you Are you calling in for our trivia question, sir? Yeah, was it the Boiler Room Brawl? Correct. It was the Boiler Room Brawl. Ding, ding, ding. Excellent. You are the winner of the JSA certified Jake the Snake Roberts uh, autographed picture. And you must pick it up in person. And you must pick it up in person. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Um, Are you you connected with us? Uh, What I would ask you to do, let's do it this way. Since uh, we are on Facebook, go to the show page. Send us a private message with your mailing information, and then we'll ship this out to you. Okay? No, I don't got. I don't have Facebook. Okay, uh, you don't have Facebook. Um, what are other you, way? Are you watching through YouTube? Uh, have then? your guy. Have your guy just take down my address. Can you do that yeah, off after, air, John? After, yeah, I'll. I'll okay. Yeah. Very good, John. We'll pick up the call. Get your mailing address. We'll get it out to you. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Keep listening. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. <clears throat> Love, love you, brother. Thank you so much. All right, John, take us guys. off so you can get that. All right, there you go. Under the wire, we get a winner hey. for the Jake the Snake okay. Roberts picture. There you go. How's he watching? One of the Florida oh, boys. Uh, but remember, we also have our downloadable apps that people can listen yeah. to also. All right, so that's that's good stuff. All right, so we have a couple of minutes left, and now that John is on the phone getting that address, we can do whatever we want. I had something queued up because maybe he'll find it when he's done. If he hasn't, this past week we lost an entertainer, seventy years young from cancer, six years uh, uh, battling cancer, was not publicly known, but Pee Wee Herman passed away. Paul Rubin uh, passed away. Yes, uh, at the age of seventy. you know, regardless of what most people may remember him for, and that was the incident in the adult theater. We'll just, just leave it at that. Touch That's right. Um, he had a, he had from an acting 
career as as Pee Wee for kids yep. and the adult version. Yep. His roles in movies. I mean, people may or may not remember he played the Penguin's father, Danny DeVito's father, in the Penguin in that Batman movie. He did in Gotham too. He did in Gotham as well. Really? Um, wow. I don't think Pee Wee's really ever gotten his just due as a solid performer because of that one incident. I think people kind of went, "Oh boy," you know. So, what's your thoughts on Pee Wee? I mean, if you have any, it's you know. I remember a show. That's all I really remember. Okay, I remember, I remember watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure as a kid. And yeah, I, the bicycle. Right, that's what I remember. Right, and that's the one that he was chasing throughout that movie. Yep, uh, gets in the truck, telling large marks. Yeah. Didn't he wear suits? He had a gray, tight-fitting flood gray suit. Okay, red bow tie. Yep, yep, yep. Um, white patent leather platform shoes. Yes, uh, which if we have it. Um, I asked John, we did this on Thursday with the round table. We ha- I asked him to pull the clip from the movie where he's up on the bar dancing to tequila, which I think when you hear the song tequila, just about, I know I do it. You can't That's the best help. karaoke song ever. Exactly. And you go into the motions that Pee Wee does when he's up on the bar. You can't help it. You know, um, I think he'll be missed. You have it. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Let's let's uh, what are gonna do? let's play it on the way out. So give us another minute or two, then we'll roll that on the way out. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one that touched my heart. Yes, sir. This past week. Yes. Adrian Street. Oh, yes. I'm sorry that, yeah, that Adrian Street, yes. Passed you away. That. 82. Uh, Adrian and Miss Linda. Yes. Uh, I remember them down in the Memphis Territory, in the Florida Territory. Mm-hmm. They could light it up, man. Sure. One of the best heels there was. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think of... I think a wrestler before his time mm-hmm. in some aspects. So, absolutely, another one that'll be missed. Eighty-two. Yes. Um, another yes. another one from the world of pro wrestling. All right, let's start wrapping up. Final thoughts. We're going to then play our little tribute to PB on the way out. So, what you got for us as we say goodbye? Everybody have a good, safe week. Thank you for two hundred episodes. It's been a crazy journey. Can't wait for more. Enjoy SummerSlam tonight. Can't wait to talk to everybody about it. There you go. Everyone be safe. Thank you guys for allowing me to be on the show. And just be safe, everybody. Chiefy. You know, 200's come, 200's gone. On to the next 200 and forward. Everybody have a good week from the Chief. Very good. ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. Go to the shop tab. You, too, can have one of our original T-shirts we have on here. Stay hydrated. You can go to thoughtscanandanywhere.com under the shop tab and you get one of our original t-shirts showing the year that we were established in 2019. Come I got, October, I got that. it will officially be four years that we've been on the air. We've accumulated 200 shows uh, together and it's a great opportunity as fans to talk about pro wrestling. I got that shirt. I know you do. Yeah. But I 200 really, came and so did Pee Wee Herman. It looks peace. better on you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. Thoughts got in yeah. Shop Peter. tab. You can order them now. I don't know. I joined the shows when I put up with this. I don't know. Anyway, I'm glad to do it. Hey. All right, coming up in one hour, make sure you join me for Aaron's Hour. we got two young men coming on. Uh, our good friend Riley, my, yep. our protege, yep. as I like to call yep. him, is coming on. We always talk about getting ready for school. 
teachers and everything else. But we're going to get his perspective as a young yep. student for getting and getting ready. And a good friend, Justin Buma, who's eight years old, but he is the youngest founder of a nonprofit called Heroes and Hearts. And he's going to come on to talk about his fundraiser to help him go to South Africa to help youth there called uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors coming up at the end of August as well. Please join in two young individuals that when they continue to grow older and get to our age, they will make an impact on this life. Talk, talk about school on your program coming up. Yes. Here in Las Vegas, school starts on Monday, so be aware of school zones starting again. With that, thank everybody for watching. Join me in one hour. As always, be kind to each other. Why? We're all we have. Enjoy this as we salute Pee Wee Herman on the way out.